What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Confidence. I feel like that was kind of lame. No? Keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it in. Well, um, this, we, we have a very special episode today because it's our first guest on the podcast, so that's pretty cool. Um, her name is Benita, and she is a licensed therapist. Um, and I guess you hail by the, the name Braveheart Therapy. Is that yes, right? Yes, that's my practice's name. How did you come up with Braveheart? Oh, my God. That is a loaded question. Is it? So I... <laughs> so, <laughs> I so like, is that intense? I was... So I just started my therapy practice in January. I'd worked in CUNY Mental Health and another group practice prior to that. And then I just went off on my own pretty recently. And so it took me a really long time to come up with a name um, but once I found it, it just really stuck um, mm. because did I tell you about the warrior cat books? Yeah. Are you talking about the wolves? No, no, no. The warrior cat books. So there was a book series way back in the day. I don't think they make them anymore. Yeah. And so it was about these clans of cats <laughs> from... This is sick. Um, <laughs> there was like, anyways, these clans of cats live in the forest. I fucking love these books so much. And I read these books all throughout my childhood. And so my mom just kind of just said, well, what about Braveheart? And that's actually a Where name. It came from. That's actually a name from one of the books. From, like, oh. That was a cat's name from one of the books. Wait, where are you from? Like originally? Originally from Kentucky. Oh. Yes. Was it? Were you homeschooled? I was not. <laughs> I was just really weird. No, I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know what people in Kentucky even do. Like, I mean, is that what you guys read the the Warrior Cat? I mean, books? I think it's nationwide. I think oh, every, it was nationwide. I think everyone reads these books. I, I don't know if I saw those. <laughs> if I ever find out that someone reads these books, like in the wild, I it's it's it would a be huge, nice. It's a huge connection point. Gotcha. It's a huge connection point. Well, hopefully somebody listening yes. has heard it. What is it? Warrior Cats? It's the Warrior Cat books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, let's, um, you know, pass this. And the reason I say this, I want to self-disclose a little bit. So, you know, the point of Confidence Podcast is that we, you know, we get into our shit. You know, we talk about the shit that's, like, affecting us and stuff. Um, you were telling me a story about a conversation you might have been having Um with somebody that you might be involved with, we don't, I don't know to what degree. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to call it a boyfriend. I'm not going to call it a, is it a, is it a situationship? It's not a, it, I don't really know what you would call it. It's not <laughs> a boy. It's, it's something. It's something. Um, it's, it's a boy and a girl in a room. And then sometimes, you know, things, you guys, things happen. Got it. Yeah. You don't seem like the type. You know what I mean? Like, well, I feel like this, that's going to sound like kind of weird, but I, okay. I, this is about to be a wild statement, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I guess this is like a terrible way to start, but fuck let's, it. Let's hear it. Um, Because, okay, after I started to like talk to you and get to know you. So, okay. A little bit of backstory also like on our even history. So how me and Benita even met in the first place. Well, back in the day, we used to go to the same gym. Mm -hmm. Um. I definitely knew you, and this is also going to be really sus, as the girl with the big butt. In my <laughs> mind. <laughs> I, I didn't ever told you that to your you face. You did not tell me that. No, I never said that to you until right now, but that is how I knew you. 
I was like, oh, she's like kind of cute. Um, I was like thinking that in my head, but I never really like said anything to you. I feel like it was more or less just like, you know, just gym folk. Also, you were dating the one dude that I, I feel like you were dating for a very long time that pretty much the entire time that I was there and you were there too. Yeah. So, um, but anyways, we've never really actually said like anything to each other. I think in that time frame uh, of being in the gym, but then randomly tra- at, we're at Trader Joe's. And I See? was with my grandma. Yeah, that's fire. <laughs> that's fucking sick. And, and so, wait, did you like see me come in? And so, okay, and you followed me. Is it is it you followed me on Instagram or TikTok or something? And then you knew me, and then you saw me in Trader Joe's, and you're like, that guy. I seen him online. So I have seen. I I would see your TikToks on my for you page, mm. and. I would watch them and I go, oh, I know this guy because he used to go to Independence. And so that's how I Mm. put two and two together. And then I saw you at Trader Joe's. Um, I didn't see you come in, but I was like in the middle of the store. I think it was maybe like towards the back of the store. And I just saw you. I go, oh, I have to say something or at least have to say like, I think I know you from somewhere, which I do. You, I think you literally said that. Yeah. You want to know that. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I was coming from the gym and I'm not and I'm. I swear on everything I love. I was so, I was like super high from an edible. (laughs) (laughs) And like it, you know, like you just like, sometimes you're like, you're high and you're just like, I I had social anxiety. I remember like talking to you in Trader Joe's, like when you came up to me and I was just like, you probably didn't notice, but behind my eyes, I was like, I'm freaking the fuck out right now. Did you feel that energy from me at all? I just thought, like, I think he's just trying to play it cool. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) What does that mean? What did I do? What did I even say? You were just, like, I don't know. You were speaking just very, like. Quick, short. No, no, it was, like, calm, but, like, short. Yeah, I because I was probably just, like, I don't know what to say to this person. I'm freaking the (laughs) fuck out. Is you're just like, hey, I think I know you. I'm like, oh, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, that's my classic, like, go to, like, all right. It was, yeah. yeah. Like, I appreciate you. Thank you. You know, like, yeah. I don't know what to say. Like, sometimes people, like, run out to me, like, oh, like, it's you. <laughs> I'm just like, yo. <laughs> like, at Trader yeah. Joe's? At Trader Joe's, wherever. Um, so then we met at Trader Joe's. Um, of course, my classic, hey, I should add, add me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm not going to lie to you. I did that today. Yeah, I did. I was at the coffee shop. Um, pretty cute. Like, I don't know. Brunette girl was sitting down at this table. I noticed and I was like, okay, I got to sit down like somewhere near her, sat down like somewhere next to her. I asked the hostess if I could move. She moved me oh, over very there. Very strategic. Oh no. Yeah. I was on yeah. Well, cause she made me sit like in a place I didn't really want to to begin with. Actually, a lady sat down next to me and like was starting You're to talk to me. very particular with where you like to sit. Yo, I, I'm weird. I don't, I don't know what it is. I like my spots. I don't, I'm a very strange character. Even in the <laughs> gym, people kind of make fun of me because I only use certain style of plates. Mm-hmm. I will walk around the gym to find the steel plates instead of the rubber ones. Mm. And like, they have to have a certain look. And today I only use 25s. Mm, okay. So if I, instead of using 45, I'll do two 25s. Why? It's an aesthetic. Okay. <laughs> I'm particular. All right. Long story short, I said, because she was jacked. I was like, oh. Oh, I said exactly that. I was like, oh. I was like, you're pretty fucking jacked. And she's like, no, yeah, no. 
Uh, you know what I mean? Girls. I don't know what the fuck they say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they said, she said something like that, right? She was just like, oh, thank you. And then um, we got to a little combo. And then, yeah, like, you know, it is like two minute conversation. I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I should follow you on Instagram. But anyways, my point was, it was that I did that to you as mm-hmm. well. Um, what did you, like, when you stopped me, like, um, okay, I guess two questions. Number one, if you knew me for independence, what was your thought process? Have you ever noticed me? And number two, um, when you saw me in Trader Joe's and then I got your Instagram where you're like, oh, okay, that's just a fucking random guy. I thought he was cool. Yeah, that's. I, so you chase the clout, your clout, your your clout chaser. No, not uh, at all. I just wanted to come up to you and say hi. No therapist, <laughs> yo, clout chaser. All right, put that not next a- to your put that next to your name. <laughs> <laughs> so you were just cool. Okay, you just yeah. Like, all right, yeah, like cool dude. Okay, what about at the gym? Did you ever like even have a thought about me? Probably not. Well, uh oh. Probably. Well, I definitely remember seeing you at the gym and you did like you did. I mean, you stood out, but I think, yeah, but I think at the time and I, I don't know what year was that back in like 2019 or something like that. I think it had to be. That's so fucking strange. So at that time I was talking to my ex or starting to date. So yeah, that was ship sailed. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So kid, kid my, wasn't getting my it. eyes were only on one person yes. at the time. Yeah. Cause this is what, okay. I'm scared of women mm-hmm. for this reason because it, you know, in a guy's mind, we're like already known for being horny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we're always, like girls just think we're trying to fuck everything and everyone yeah. moving. So it's almost like it's acceptable. Whereas like a girl, like it makes me nervous to think that I could be hanging out with a girl and she, there's another guy in the room that she has thought about fucking in her mind. Mm-hmm. Has, does that, that, does that happen? Don't fucking tell me yes. Cause that's going to scare the fuck out of me. I mean, it's possible. Fuck. It's possible. <laughs> but then again, it's just a thought. I'm trying to think, do I, whatever thing about, okay. Okay. But is it to the point where it's like, okay, he's so hot that I want him to bang me right now jesus christ i mean are you serious i think i mean like again i feel like men like men and women men and women are very similar in that way yeah i mean women are just as sexual as men so they're probably worse to be honest let's be real <laughs> i feel like they are the thing is okay women are i think the difference is is like i think men are horny at like a, a level amount most of the time mm-hmm. whereas women it's kind of like once you kind of get the car moving and you get them going a little bit, they they get a little out of control. Does that make any sense to you? That women can get out of control? Not that they get out of control. I don't even know what in control really is or out of control <laughs> really is. <laughs> My point is I feel like once you kind of get a girl in a sexual mood, mm-hmm. she's hornier than men. Like, for instance, I feel like if I'm with a girl, I, I, have, I have yet to date a girl honest that probably wouldn't be down to just keep fucking consistently i mean there maybe there's probably a couple but you understand what i'm saying it's like it's almost just like if i'm down a woman is down Mm -hmm. and they could just keep going but maybe it's because of the way that your organs are set up right maybe um but birth control can really affect that too. Birth control really affects sex drive. So if someone's on birth like control. Like up or down? Down. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll like deplete it to where you could have little to none or just you're just like, eh, like and just indifferent. Oh. So yeah. So So no birth control for you. Birth control is a really big proponent of that. Well, the last time um I did have sex, um the woman that I did it with, I we bought a plan B and I made sure I was nervous that she wasn't going to take it. Mm-hmm. And so I <laughs> I cut it open and I made sure like it was one of those things where I'm like you're not I'm allowed to watch take, you take it. it. Yes. Yeah. Oh my she you know it's sus when it's a girl that you got to watch take plan B. Mm-hmm. She's one of those people. And there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like there's a lot of trappers out there. Right? Have you ever thought about trapping a dude? No. Oh. No, but I Would know. you do it? No, oh. no, because no, because why? Why would I want to? Yeah, why would I want to have someone's baby that I have to trap them? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. Speak to the women out there. I don't know. I know. Ask them. What are they doing? I know women that oh are, are, that like that are into doing that though. What do you mean into doing it? They're just well. <laughs> Well, no, just like trapping, but I feel like that's more common with, um, I don't know, like celebrities or athletes, like things like that, like guys that have yeah. like guys that have like a lot of money, right? What are you trying to say? Are you calling me poor? Or no. Are, which one is it? No, I'm just saying that's where you mostly hear about that, about that yeah. a lot more. You're right though. Cause that's what I'm saying. I feel like a lot of the girls I've dated, uh, so like a couple of them have definitely, I've gotten trap vibes. Mm-hmm. Big trap. That's what I'm saying. When I, I had to, I literally made, I, I said, Show me your mouth. I said, let me see that it's gone. I said, lift up your tongue. I thought it was, I thought she was going to hold on to it. It's very maternal. Is it? Wait. Yeah, it's like, it's like. (laughs) Like here comes a choo-choo train. It's a plan B. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought of. I I feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. We don't have a kid. So that's, I think the most important part of that. Um, But anyways, where are we going with this? Because I felt like there was a direction. Before oh, trapping, do do women mm. also look at men? Oh. And yes. So okay, this is okay. I'm trying to think of the thoughts that I have as a dude mm-hmm. when I see a woman, and I'm like, like a horny thought. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like, I don't really have like, I want to like capture you and fuck you in the middle yeah. of this floor. You know what I mean? It's not like really that. It's more like, hmm. That ass is like juicy. And if we were in a private setting. <laughs> <laughs> like you're actually like saying this in your mind. No. no. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I don't think it's okay. I don't even think about environment. I think I'm just thinking about ass. Is that, is that a I, but but okay I, when I, even when I, when I say that right what what am I even thinking I'm not even thinking like it's not even like that because here's the thing that's making it sound like I'm just like walking around like super horny but it's not really like that it's more or less like so you're just observant yeah and you're just right and yeah it's, and it's more like okay I feel like this person's attractive yeah and it would be cool to talk to them yeah. I don't think it's like I'm imagining them butt naked. You know what yeah. I mean? I have like an x-ray machine in my mind and I'm just like trying to figure out what you look like under those clothes. Yeah. It's not, it's not that. 
Well, is it like that for women? I guess. Also, what part, what parts of the body do you guys look at? Um, I mean, I can only speak for myself. That's okay. But that's probably a lot of women. I would say I look at everything. Um, but I, I, I look at face. I look at okay. upper body. I, I mean, I kind of look at everything, honestly. Like what's your favorite body part on a man that isn't his face? Um, I would say probably chest and shoulders. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I would say, okay, are the two things, okay, so you know how like, uh, for men it's probably like, all right, like ass and titties, I guess, mm-hmm. if it's not the face. Yeah. Um, And maybe we could start listing off other body parts. Yeah. Um, you know, without those, that would be interesting. Um, But for men, for women, is it like, chest shoulders arms and that's pretty much y'all's vibe i mean that's what i look at i mean obviously i mean if they're wearing pants you can't really like tell from their legs that much but i think i like guys that are proportionate where they have Mm. legs that match the upper body i also but it's not like you're getting like you're not like getting a hard on from quads no 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 it's just something i'm observing like okay he's like he looks good or he like takes care of himself mm. or he's, you know, he looks like he lifts. So hey. yeah. And then in like the like horny Benita comes out. Non-therapist Benita comes out. I just may want to like get to know them or oh. talk or maybe talk to them. Um, but no, my first thought is, isn't usually, Oh, I want to have like, I want to have sex with that person. Mm. It's more so, Oh, they're really attractive. They stand out to me and I may want to stand a little bit closer to them mm. or I may want to get to know them or I may want to talk to them, right? So just it's just it I guess that's more of like my thought process, not just instantly like yeah, I want to like just have super sex. Super horny. Okay. Now, okay, let's say we are in the gym. Um as a girl when you find a guy attractive, what do you do? Do you just yeah, go stand by him? Do you make a lot of eye contact or not really? So if I notice that he's like working out next to me or like if he is making eye contact with me, that'll kind of give me a subtle hint. But then Mm. there's also, I feel like there's some guys that don't like approaching women in the gym and they don't think it's the place for it either. So then sometimes I'll just make the first move and I may just ask like, you know, can I work in with you just as a way to just kind of make. You're wild. Yeah. Why? Why? No, that's Weird. great. I yeah. never actually had a girl ask to work in with me. Never. I I always ask if I can. I mean, not, and I don't just do that to people who I'm like into. I want to oh, talk to. I just do that for anyone. If I want to use your machine, I want to use your machine and I, <laughs> I don't want to wait around for it. So if I can work in and you're going to be nice and let me, but it's a good way to also, it's, it's a very, uh, non- invasive not yes a non-invasive way to just break the ice starting a conversation for me is not very hard i have a staring problem though mm-hmm. like the the gym girl too told me this i asked her i was like oh like so like what did you think the first time you saw me because we really only saw each other like i want to say like one time and that's when we started talking almost the the same day that i saw her for almost the first time and I was like, did you like know, did you think in your head, oh, that's a cute guy over there. Like, I'm going to go like, I guess, walk near him or something. She's like, no, I actually, she's like, I didn't really notice you. She's like, I didn't really notice. But then I, and then I noticed that you were just staring at me. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, I do. I actually, that's my move. My move is to grill you so hard that it, it makes you uncomfortable. I, well, I guess that's not, that's not good. But other guys can't pull it off. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Cause like I, my eye contact is like, holy shit, this guy's looking at me. Like this is freaking me out. Yeah. So I was doing that to her, but then she walked that's funny. by me and I said, I liked her socks. I remember you, this is a clip. Yeah, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. I, I listened to. So the other break the ice thing and that's is... that's a really good... That's a nice compliment, right? Because you're not complimenting like on her body or like anything sexual. Bingo. It's It's very... Yeah. Friendly. Friend, it's very friendly. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that's what guys need to realize. It's so... I was going to say it's easy, but it's not, but it is. It's just like literally make a comment about anything besides their physical features and you will literally start a conversation. It doesn't matter what it is. Like you, like you said, it could be workout related. Like, oh, like, you know, what are you lifting today? Or that's what I'm saying. I, I usually just can notice something on them. And it honestly doesn't even have to be anything crazy. Mm-hmm. It literally, the one girl had braces. I said, nice braces. I don't know if that's like a good thing to say to her. I was like, oh, they still like give those out when you're like, you know, 30. But I didn't say that to her. No. <laughs> I don't think I that's thought some, it in my head. I think if like anything else you could compliment mm. someone on except for braces. Their braces yeah. Because I, it's like you're being sarcastic. I it was really hard. I said, oh, like I was like, yeah, they're kind of trendy. <laughs> <laughs> I told her they were well, maybe if I had braces and someone said to me, I'd be like, This guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't even know him. He's grilling me on my braces. Yeah, I I did actually. I was like, oh, like I was like, yeah, ooh, you're starting a trend, huh? I, I literally- oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I want to shift gears. Um, let's talk about the San Diego trip because you told me that, and fuck, I don't want to get you in trouble, but you told me that you might have met a man and you hit it off. Yes, it was the it was a Navy SEAL guy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, why um, did you hit it off? Why did you like him? Um, well, I have a type mm. and it's it's men in uniform. <laughs> so, it's um firefighters, police officers, people that are in the army, navy, marines, like I don't know, I just think it's just the very they're just they just come off as just very masculine, so I think Definitely. and I know what you mean. And just as someone that can protect you and again, maybe not emotionally, but like physically. And I don't know. It's just, it's very, very attractive. I mean, probably not just to me, but to a lot of women, but it is something that I just find very attractive. And so it's like when I find out that someone is that, I'm just like, all right, game on. You're like, fuck (laughs) you. You're like, thank you for your service. Yes. I'm... Like, yeah, baby, this is it. Okay, so uh, he's a Navy. Honestly, that's hot too. It is. Navy SEAL, like, like, bro, what the fuck? You like fought people and shit. Like, I'd probably fucking bang him. Like, that's really impressive. And yeah. so, yeah, <laughs> so we're just. So, actually, what happened was I'm at this bar and, well, I was with I was with a group of girls. We went from one bar and then they found these guys. God, I, tell me these stories. They, this is killing me. What? I don't even want to know that women talk to men. What? Why? What do you mean? <laughs> because it just hurts my feelings. But I understand you guys have a life outside of my mind. Yes, they Perfect. found they found these guys, and these guys were like going with us to this next bar and bought us a table. So I'm like, cool. So I'm sitting Perfect. at this table, 
and we can and this this bar is very different it's more dark smoky playing like house music and stuff mm. just a very different vibe um and so i'm sitting more up and so i can see everyone on the dance floor and i see this guy and my eyes just like everyone in the crowd just just are drawn to him just a laser just and so i watch him just walk across the bar and then he goes out of my vision so i feel like okay he probably left or something and then he comes back mm. and then he comes back a few minutes later and so i tell and i've already just yeah i <laughs> i tell the girl next to me i go i like i feel this urge like i need to just go stand by him Mm. Or I just need to go say something. And she's like, yeah, go, go. Like feeding into my delusion. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. So then I, my, my strategy is I'm not going to go up to him, but I'm just going to like stand near him or stand behind him. And then maybe if he sees me, he'll say something first. That's usually Gosh. my, that's, that's my strategy. Such and a it, woman move. And it oh always works. It always works. <laughs> I'm just going to go stand near him yes. and he's going to hit on me. It works. Oh, I believe you. <laughs> um, it's okay. And so, yeah, so I'm standing there and the moment I stand there, there's another guy, which is not him. He like compliments oh. my tattoo, which is, which is just like a given. Cause it's like the easiest thing to like approach yeah. someone about is their tattoos. And so then this guy, the guy that I wanted to talk to, he hears the guy, say something and then hears me respond and just immediately turns around and we lock eyes and I thought I was going to fall to the floor. <laughs> She's like, you're just so attractive. <laughs> well, cause I he was just you. like my type. He was like, he was like stocky. He had this like military haircut. He was wearing this like tight, like black shirt. He had tattoos and yeah. And we, then he just like starts talking to me and we're just like talking for a while and very, short into the conversation we're already we well we talk about how like i'm visiting from arizona i'm here for mm -hmm. a bachelorette party and then he's stationed in san or his yeah his base is in san diego and he's a navy seal and he just kind of drops that very casually and yeah we're talking for a while and we're already planning of when we're going to see each other again, which is just so wild to me that I was doing this with someone that I literally just met. But it's like when you feel that connection with someone, it just... Yeah, you just send it. You just send it. Um, so then this is the crazy part. So we're talking, getting to know each other. And then... Um, what happened? Oh, yeah. So then the, the girls that I was with, they come find me or the bride comes and finds me and she goes, hey, we're actually going to go to this other bar and we're going to leave right now. And so I say, hey, you know, I'm going to leave. And he was trying to get me to, to like come back with him. And I was like, I'm not doing that because I'm, mm. I'm at a bachelorette party. If it was maybe a different context, like I would oh, maybe, I would, I would maybe consider it more. But again, I'm not, I usually don't like to do that when I first meet someone anyways. Yeah, but usually. Yes. But in, it doesn't always happen that way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus. So. Yeah, so I go, so I give him my number and I said, we'll keep in touch. Maybe we can meet up at some other point this weekend. Yeah. We're going to be here. And he's like, okay. So then I leave this bar and I'm with, with the girls going walking this other bar. And so the moment I leave, I get a call and it's from him. Forward. Yes. We love. And he goes, he goes, hey, I 
wasn't ready. Oh, and he kissed me before I left oh, too. Okay, nice. Yeah. And like make out or peck? Make out. Yes. Okay. Um how long? It was for a it was thirty seconds? Twenty? Yeah, probably like around probably that. And <laughs> um oh boy. And so he goes, Hey, I forgot exactly verbatim what he said, but something along the along the lines of I like, I'm not ready. I wasn't ready for you to leave just yet. Uh, like, look behind you. And he's, like, following me out of this bar. <laughs> like, on this, like, I'm out of the bar walking down the street, and he's following me on the phone with me. And so. Wow. And so Field, then Field I six. start, I start walking back to him. And I tell the girls, I was like, I'll just meet up with you. So I go walking back to this guy. And then it was just this, like, moment where. I can't believe I'm talking about this, but he just like, he just like takes me in his arms and just like kisses me and we're, and, and I just pull away because I realized I was like, we're literally in the middle of the street and this is in front of a McDonald's (laughs) and (laughs) like, we're like literally in front of a McDonald's and I say, and I, and I just like pull away and I'm laughing. I said, I said, I want to keep doing this, but we're like. I was like, I'm not really into PDA and like we're in front of a McDonald's right now. Mm-hmm. And then he literally looks me dead in the eyes and says, wouldn't this be such a funny story to tell our kids 10 years from now? Oh my God. And so <laughs> this guy is. And so, and I tell, so after the trip, I tell one of my best friends this story and she's like, Benita, you melted at that. She goes, if a guy said that to me, I literally punch him in the face (laughs) and run the other way because that's something a psychopath would say. Yeah. There's two types of women out there. And I was like, no, that, and she's like, no, that was it. That was it. That got me. She's (laughs) like, God bless America. (laughs) So one thing about me is I like to live in my delusion sometimes. So I'm a very, I'm a very self-aware person. Mm -hmm. I'm very self-aware. I know what's healthy. I know what's not. But just in that moment, I just wanted to give in to my yeah. delusions because it's exciting and yeah. it and it creates a plot, right? It creates a yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all it's, it's all fun. for the plot. It's fun, um, but yeah. So then we ended up walking to this other bar and we just ended up talking for a while and then we made plans to meet up at some other point in the weekend, but it just didn't end up working out. But and I think we've spoken once since then oh, and I thought you, you made it sound like it was magical like you guys are about to fucking be together forever that's what i thought oh but then i'm like but then i come back to reality oh yeah, out true. of my delusion and i go you know what i think this is just like a one night kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> like i think this is just gonna leave be left in san diego um but yeah we're just i'm just kind of so leaving now it at that you guys are just boy oh but you were in love huh you were in love. Well, I thought it was, yeah, I mean, you, you I made it sound he, to me he like, followed me out of this bar and made this like whole extravagant gesture and then man. followed me into this other bar. But then again, I think people just say things when they're really fucked up. Yeah. So men, men are good to men. You know they what really I mean? Are, men are good to men. We are. We're going to tell you, we're going to promise you the world and we are going to severely under deliver. But yeah, I think when I sent you that voice message though, I was still in my delusion. Mm. Like I was still... Yep. I was still in my delusion and now I've come back to reality yes. since then. And I'm like, this is probably not going to go anywhere. I'm probably never going to see this person again. Who knows? I right. might. Um, 
you have to go on like a an assassination assignment or something. Yeah. See this man again. Yeah, but yeah, it was fun. It was <laughs> it was it was so a fun time. Coming back to reality, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, your your man at home base here, Mister Not Navy Seal. He, this guy has also felt kind of weird about us spending time together. Yes. Um, which is also kind of crazy. So if you actually, most people and shit, I forgot that I, I, I didn't even realize I didn't say this, but you know, in my previous podcast that I've recorded, I've talked about hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were the girl I went to lunch with, the beautiful ass eyes. And then you were just like the friend that I hung out with when uh homegirl, no contact got very upset um, that I was hanging out with a friend and didn't tell her it was you. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- in that same context though, both of these people that we were talking to, which I guess understandably so in some degree, right? Like it is weird to have friends that are of the opposite sex and also probably somewhat attractive. I feel like it's probably very, I don't know. It definitely could harp on your, your insecurities in a way. Uh, but, but he made a comment to you about our friendship, but he, I I wanted to bring up what he said or the question or yeah, yeah, the statement that he made about people that are opposite sex being friends. Yeah. I mean, he was bothered to say Mm. the least, (laughs) very bothered at, um, the fact that I was going to hang out with you tonight and, yeah, just very bothered by it and said, you know, I don't believe it that guys, like, guys and girls, like, they can just hang out and not have feelings for each other or not, or doesn't go from, like, one thing to one thing to the next or, like, have sex with each other. So I just don't believe that. I think it is very possible. I think you can have very platonic friendships and relationships, but yeah. not everyone agrees with that. And I think that probably yeah. has a lot more to do with just them and their personal experiences too. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's, I agree. It's just, uh, yeah, it can, it's just complicated. It's it kind is kind of a complicated thing. It is complicated though. Yeah. I, I, Cause I, I listen, I, I feel like I understand both sides in a way, right? It's, it is, it's hard to even imagine, for instance, if, if I was, if that girl was still in my life, right? To just be like, hey, yeah, we're recording a podcast at 11 p.m. at night. You know, people don't even realize how fucking late it is right now that we're yeah. recording this. Um, but you understand what I'm saying? It's like so scary. But I'm like, the thing is, if you, I just feel like if you knew me really well and you really trusted me, you'd understand that if I told you that I'm doing something and hanging out with somebody, regardless if it was a man, woman, whatever it was, I I wouldn't do that to you. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, And I've definitely had girlfriends or or people that I've been talking to in the past that like I had this one really sus situation. The girl I was talking to from Canada uh, below her in her apartment complex was a guy that she would go and smoke with late at night. And I'm not joking you when they FaceTimed me together once. And I was like, damn, this guy is hot as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yo, what is happening right now? Um, but so like, I, but he also is like kind of like a weird personality. So I was like, I, I, I don't really know. And also here's the thing too. It was like, if she really wanted to be with him, why would she care to even talk to me and do all the things that she was doing with me in the first place? And that's what I never understood. It's just like, I don't know if someone's going to fucking cheat on you and they're going to move on from you. Like they're going to fucking do it anyways. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in the position where I'm like, 
I don't know. I, I say that now and I know that I get anxiety about shit like that. Um, but for the most part, it's like, I feel like with the right person, there's just been people I've met in my life where like, for instance, and I'm not joking. And, and just from the just small time that we have met, I know that if you tell me, we're just very honest with each other, you know? Mm -hmm. So I know that if you tell me that you're doing something like that, let's just say hypothetically, we are in a situation. Um, I would completely trust you without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, because I'm just like, this person is like very honorable. I don't know. I, I feel like, do you, do you feel like in life, you know, is there a clear cut difference between people you can trust and people that you can't, or have people really shocked you before? I think I have a pretty good judge of character. Right? Yeah, I think I do. And I also am very selective of who I let into my life and who I spend time with. And I don't know, I feel like I, I, I don't think I know from the very beginning, but again, I feel like I have a pretty good judge of character and usually right. I'm not shocked by it. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know. Nothing's coming to mind. Maybe I have before at some point, but nothing stands out to me right yeah. now. So, yeah. and, and that was one thing for me. It's just like, I don't know. I, I really feel like you can have friends that are the opposite sex, 110%. Now, do I think our situation might be a little bit even more confusing being the fact that we have met, I think what's really difficult is somebody making a friend of the opposite sex in a relationship that is new. Mm -hmm. Like if you're a new yeah. opposite sex friend, that is very weird, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, but in the context of us, it's almost not because I even was, and the one thing I was telling to this girl is, I don't have a lot of friends that are in the field that I'm doing that are, are of the same age and have the same kind of mindset, you know, mm -hmm. especially here in Scottsdale, as you fucking know, yeah. there is not a lot of us around here. There really is not. That is just chilling on a Friday night, not going to Old Town, not doing a bunch of fucking, you know, whatever. Um, it's fucking rare to find that. So like when, when we were just like initially talking and we went out to lunch, um, you know, I, it really, it was not even a thought in my mind of it, of it being like a, like a sexual connection. I, I truly was so just happy with the fact that I found somebody that did have that intelligence that I feel, I feel like I was looking for. And honestly, I, I mean, honestly, I've been really happy. I was actually just made a video about this. I have been really, I'm very happy with my choice to not pursue sexual connections right now. It is making my life very full in the sense that's of, awesome. yeah, it's, yeah. it's making me feel very good because like, that's what I'm saying. I found you. And honestly, like there's been other people, even like people like Jim crush where like, yeah, I go hang out with him and like, yeah, she's Jim crush. Like, yeah, she's cute. But like uh, just being like, just spending time with somebody and they're not being that pressure, um, has really made it easier to be in people's lives. Cause you're not, I'm not, fucking people so i don't feel weird you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. like i don't feel weird telling them i'm going to do something like this i could be completely honest with all the connections in my life and when you're fucking somebody think about your situation you're having right now where it's yeah. like you kind of have to walk on eggshells you yeah know? i mean sex can just like complicate things um i mean yeah yeah that's just fact of the matter it's just fun though huh yeah oh oh well yeah is well i guess are you at least enjoying the steak Oh, is that a bad question? 
<laughs> you don't have to answer that if you don't want to. All right. Wait, do you want to um, head over to the questions? Sure. All right. So these are some general questions people have submitted um, and they just want some feedback. Now you did say, and did you, maybe, I don't know if you said it when we were recording, uh, but your specifically your therapy is, or your specialty is more trauma. Yes. It's not relationships. Yes. Per se. So I am not, I don't market myself as like a relationship. What are you trying to say? Or <laughs> no, no, no. I just like, cause I, I market myself as like a trauma therapist, like clients that are coming to me, they're coming to work on trauma. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, obviously relationship issues do come up, you know, yes. dating, dating, you know, scenario, you know, dating stuff does come up and I help guide them through that, but that's, usually not the reason as to why they're coming to see me. Right. So when I answer these questions, um, yeah, relationships and dating are not my forte. Trauma, trauma is, um, but it's like, yeah, they, in some ways though, they are connected because I will say just how you're saying, okay, in your practice, there's a lot of times where you talk about dating mm -hmm. and in my practice, I guess I'm, am I even allowed to call that legally? Is it a practice? Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I actually feel like that's mostly what I'm doing too, to mm -hmm. be honest, right? Like um, a lot of the things that we're doing is we're, we're uncovering their limiting beliefs, right? We're going through their fears. Why do they have those fears? Where did that come from, yeah. right? Getting to the root of those subconscious fears and thoughts. And a lot of those things come yeah. from traumatic experiences, yeah. right? And being able to like update those um, beliefs. So I feel like there's always a lot of overlap. Now, and so... The difference between, I guess, a coach and a therapist for people, and just to like quickly, briefly talk about that, even from my own knowledge, like when you went to school, what is the like curriculum about? You know what I mean? I never, you know what I mean? I, I don't even know what you guys go so and learn. It's really interesting because I feel like a lot of what I've learned is not from what I learned in school. It's more so what I've learned actually being in the field and just kind of being thrown into it and just learning from different supervisors and mentors just in my internships and just like actual practice gotcha. settings and applying it. So, um, yeah. Um, I mean, I think when I was in grad school, there was like a really big focus on like mindfulness and like cognitive behavioral therapy and like group therapy and just okay. like the ins and outs of that. Um, but yeah, I would say really what I learned was just really being in the field and what I learned just in like more of my practicum settings. Mm. Um, but yeah. So, time out. Yeah. Fuck these hoes. That's what I'm going to say. Because I think a lot of people, and, and I guess you could, I guess, challenge or mm -hmm. deny this, but a lot of people might come at, to a coach and be like, well, where are your credentials? Or mm -hmm. like, where'd you learn this shit? And I think that's what something I like sometimes like, again, even working with my own therapist too, where mm -hmm. I'm like, they're not doing anything different. I sometimes feel than I do. Or like, like you said, a lot of the experience you get is just from hearing people's issues and yeah. problems and challenges and how they've overcome. And mm -hmm. you kind of just start to accumulate so many different scenarios. Yeah. You start to see repeat patterns mm -hmm. of certain things. And now, you, okay, if I help one person through it this way, it's like you start to kind of build a base of knowledge of how to help people through those specific issues. Mm -hmm. But I guess what I'm trying to get at is a lot of people come for coaches. And again, I think that this is a very true statement. Mm -hmm. 
just because you are a coach or a therapist has you have you still have no indication how good they are at their fucking job. Yeah. You have no indication how good they are in terms of them being able to guide you. I feel like you have to maybe try people to see who I guess you you trust and I don't know. Uh, who you really vibe with. But I guess the the point I'm trying to make is there's probably bad coaches and there's probably bad therapists as oh, well. Oh, yes, absolutely. All right, well, let's let's get to the questions. Um, you, you ready for this one? This is the first one. Why does nobody actually want to go on a date anymore? Do you think that's a true statement? Why does actually no one want to go on a date anymore? Why? Yeah, why does nobody actually want to go on a date anymore? Do you think that's more about her or about the the world? Which one's more accurate? I don't really know. I <laughs> I don't really know. Where is um, it more about her? I don't. I can't I, really tell from that question. That questions me. Why does nobody actually want to go on a date anymore? Seems like somebody that's frustrated with the, you know, dating and it mm-hmm. is making a generalization yeah. that people don't want to take her on a date. What that points to me, though, too, is, is this. I truly, I'm a big fucking believer. There's people that probably want to take this person on a date or do. You just might not like the people that you're also attracted. I completely agree with that. She may be, is this a female? Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, she may be seeking out or someone who's maybe more emotionally unavailable or just not looking right. for anything serious. Cause I feel like people that don't want to take someone a date, they're probably just looking for something more casual. They're not looking for something maybe more serious. Correct. So, um, but yeah, I, and totally you know how agree. women are yeah. with the, they love the emotionally unavailable. Yes. It's fucking insane. I'm telling you every single one of my clients. And even like, there's a, like, I think one of my coaches, who told me a story about how like, they met this group of like, you know, 12 dudes and there was one guy who was attractive and was talking to her all night and they had such a good vibe and the conversation was fire. But the leader of the group who was like, she knew was kind of a douche and they did barely even talked. Apparently like she was hanging out with the one guy, the one guy they like made out, they were chilling on this whole trip. And then all of a sudden the other guy like and her started talking and she said, I just started making out with him and I was just way more attracted to him, even though we didn't really even talk that much. Mm. not wild yeah but that's just what it is so i think for this person um i think people do want to go on a date um you just got to find the right fucking person uh and yeah probably start stop dating emotionally unavailable men that's very hard but i will say if you are attracted to emotionally unavailable people that is because you are emotionally unavailable yourself or there is some part of you that is emotionally unavailable. Yeah. Otherwise you'd be looking for secure people. Ooh, Mm -hmm. I, I'm a really big believer in that too, Mm -hmm. where it's like this, I, to a T you, what you attract is almost like a reflection of who you are. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of times where I'll look at the partners I'm attracting. I'm like, fuck, like, like you said, I, sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm like, shit, if I, if I truly like, love somebody or, or was, I guess, ready for love in that right context. I feel like I would not put up with some of the things that have been happening. You could tell that you're like that. I think in your boundaries, Mm -hmm. right? When you know, you've let a lot of shit slip, Mm -hmm. you know, that, um, again, there's something that you're also not working on that you Mm -hmm. need to be responsible for. It's not just everybody else around you. If you're allowing shit to happen like that. And again, you're, like you said, you're allowing, 
men that are not secure in your life or just partners in general, um, it's time to take a look inward yeah. and, you know, see what's kind of going on there because it, it probably is more about you than it yeah. really is about them. What is the best approach to meet someone who wants long-term success? To meet long-term success like in life? Yes. In- okay. But yeah, first off, the problem is you'd have to have a lot of definitions here, but I think we just talked about it, which is that means you need to start tackling long-term success. I feel like if you're putting yourself on a path for long-term success, you will meet somebody also in that path. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, you can't fucking just, yeah, you can attract someone too. That's also on the same. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Same wave. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing too. Okay. So for instance, let's take that very deep. Um, so, you know, a lot of coaches will ask me like, okay, where do I meet good guys or where do I meet good people or people that are more in alignment with me? And literally the the simple formula to that is do the things that you love to do. What are the things that you really want in a partner and become those things and do those things. For instance, um, to this example, right? Like if your objective is long-term success, what do you think that you're going to be doing? Let's just look at it like an example in like a week. You, you probably will end up going to a coffee shop. You're probably going to end up working a lot. You're probably going to end up maybe not partying so much. Mm-hmm the likelihood of you meeting somebody more in alignment with you is higher because they would be at that coffee shop. They're going to be working on a Saturday. They're going to be at the gym early in the morning. Um, and that's the thing is like, you know, you, you'll avoid those partners that I guess you don't really want if again, but a lot of people are trying to like go out to meet somebody. And I'm like, if you want somebody that uh, again is more in alignment with you, why are we doing the things or why are we not doing the things that we love? Mm-hmm. Did I ask that question correctly? Yeah. Money yeah. No. But I so for instance, too. Answer. Oh, here's another one is um, I think a lot of people when they're going back out and they're trying to date, um, they all they always try to just find the one out mm-hmm. where I'm like, instead of thinking about trying to find the person every single time you do something. So for instance, I had uh, a, a Coachy that went to a Sam it's Smith. It's so stressful. Like you what? just, you're putting so much expectation or pressure on the situation. So it's like, you can't even enjoy being the there because you're just so focused on, oh, am I going to meet this person? Right. Yeah. Right. But also too, it's like some people, they, they, again, they just want always that spark to happen. And again, meeting that person out. But if you want to find a good way to meet a new partner that isn't a dating app, I'm like, bro, make friends, build connections. Like, so this, so this coachy, she went to a Sam Smith concert and she's like, ah, you know, it was fun, but like, you know, I didn't meet any fucking guys or some shit, but, and, but she's like, ah, you know, I met a lot of friends. And I was like, that's a step in the right direction for dating because you don't know who's friends of a friend they have too. And this is why connection is so important, but also to the point that we were just making before, which is if, you're doing the things that you love and you find a friend that is also doing the thing that they love, they more than likely, their friends are also somewhat in alignment with them. You know what I mean? So it's not like you have to always go out and find the one. You could always go out and find, oh shit, this new group of friends or oh, this new person that I just really vibed with and now we're just homies. But because you guys are vibing, they they probably have some friends. So for instance, like you're a girl, right? You have friends. Let's just say hypothetically, one day we were all hanging out at a bar. I have access now to seven other women that are probably somewhat smart. I mean, I don't know if any of your friends are dumb. 
No, they're all, I, I would say we're all pretty smart. Uh, you're yeah. about to say like, there's gotta be a couple that are questionable, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're all smart in their own ways. Yeah. Like we all like. It's a very nice way of saying that. Yeah. I mean, we all do different things. We all have different like occupations. So right. I don't know. Yeah. We're all smart in our own ways. But like, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, you're going to meet people within that same vibe. Yeah. So if you want to get better at dating, I guess, or find more partners. The easiest also way to do that besides dating apps is make fucking friends. Yeah. Create connection in your life. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I just got to have a long-term relationship with a narcissist who was abusive. Oh, this oh, is right no. up your alley. Uh, I'm afraid of finding the same thing. Trauma. Oh, no. Go Hashtag to trauma. Go to therapy. <laughs> no, no, go get coaching. Or coaching. No. <laughs> <laughs> go to therapy or do coaching. Actually do both. I would ask her, um, well, I well, one, I think going going to therapy I think would really help with that. Just because if she was if it was very traumatic, then yeah. I think you're just gonna have a very difficult time if yeah. I mean, I don't know the extent of like the abuse and things yeah. like that, but it can it's very serious. So yeah, I think just But imagine she was in your yeah. session and she told you this, right? Mm -hmm. So like for me, if I'm, if I'm hearing this, you know, we create these beliefs that, cause we get these beliefs from our experiences. She's experienced this really negative thing that has mm -hmm. happened in her life. And the problem is now is she has an experience that she's using as a reference to enforce the belief that other men are going to be like this. Mm -hmm. It's almost like we have to get her to understand that not every single man yeah. is going to treat her like this. Yeah. And I think that's a very hard thing for a lot of people, especially people that grew up in households where the relationships mm -hmm. weren't that healthy because a lot of people, to be honest, that are in dating, they, you know, since childhood, they haven't had healthy parental yeah. role models and relationships. And then from then on, they've had all shit ass relationships. So their idea of relationships is literally pain. It literally yeah. is abuse. And they don't even think because yeah. they, because they literally cannot even fathom that there can be a person or a guy that actually could show up for them and treat them with respect yeah. and trust and honesty. Well, and I think, you know, and again, that's why I say if that's the case for, for this person, I don't know if it is, if you know what they're, you know childhood background is and all mm. that but a therapist or a coach can be a very secure attachment for you so if you've never had a secure attachment with anyone in your life before a True. therapist or a coach can be that for you and that can actually help you build more trust just in and kind of help untangle those more uh like those negative core beliefs because yeah if you're just generalizing that you know, all men are going to hurt me. You know, I'm just going to find myself in this relationship again. Just that narrative is just a result of just like some post-traumatic stress. Yep. Um, and it's very hard to, un to just like not think that yes. because logically you can know something, but you, it's just that even though I, I logically know something doesn't mean that I'm going to feel the same way too, Correct. because there's a part of me that still, just very, very scared and very Beautiful. traumatized of this experience. Yeah. And so you have to like work on just helping that part of you just feel more safe and feel more trusting, which really just takes time to yep. do. It's repetition. It's yeah. repetition. Like no change happens overnight. Right. Yeah. So, and even a good way to even explain what you're saying is like about any type of fear, right? It's just like, logically you can know that when I stand on a building, I look over the side that I'm not just going to fall over the side. But I've, I have, I have a fear of heights, 
that probably is an impossible task for mm -hmm. me. Even though I know logically, yeah. I'm not just going to mm -hmm. fucking topple over and just blow over, yeah. you know. But it's just, again, that fear. So it's like, like you said, the repetition where it's like, okay, how can we get us to slowly move towards that legend look over or mm -hmm. overcome that fear? It takes that time. And I never actually, I love the way you said, um, it creates a secure attachment uh, relationship for you that you might not have had. I never have looked at it like that. Yeah. But that's so fucking true because I feel like, for instance, I have one coachee right now where, and I told her this today directly, you're getting fucked from both sides because she's in a shitty ass. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she's in a really toxic relationship. And this guy's, I mean, oh. just, you know what I mean? Cheating, not loyal, just honestly, she knows that it, again, knows that it's unhealthy. She know logically knows it is yeah. hurting her life. But the problem is she has very dismissive friends and parents who are like making her feel like shit because she hasn't left. And now that shame is, and that's why I said that shame from both sides, you have no connection in your life that is telling you, yo, follow your own heart. Like get yourself out of this, be above those connections. But like you said, if you've never had that secure connection because you have no one to fucking go to, mm -hmm. I mean, how are you going to get out? I, yeah. I feel for a person like that's what I'm saying. I, when I work with her, I, I'm spending extra time with her because I'm like, you don't have somebody that's there yeah. that is creating that for you. So I don't even, that's what I'm saying. I, I, it's a great way to mm -hmm. really look at that. Like we are a secure attachment for yeah. uh, those people that totally. we work with. Uh, okay. What do you think about when a guy asks about an open relationship? And you can get your, your therapist hat off for this one. Take it off. Yeah. Um, open relationships. Are you down? Yes. No. Well, I guess. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. I'm, I am very monogamous, so I don't like sharing. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I mean, like at this phase in my life, I mean, I'm not in a relationship with anybody. I'm just like exploring You're connections relationship with the world. Yes. I mean, if you want to put it that way, but no, once I find someone and I do want to have a relationship with them, it's not going to be open. It's right. going to be closed. But right now, yeah, I mean, I'm just hanging out with people, like exploring yeah. new connections, just like enjoying being single. So right now, I guess, yeah, I'm open with the world. <laughs> I've never thought of it that way, but yeah. So. I've got a, I've got a really good perspective on this. Um, I've read just one book about this and in, in its entirety about open relationships, but also one of the people that mentored me was actually a dating coach who was in an open relationship. Mm. And she advised me to never let any of my clients ever do what she does. So mm. I, I have a feeling that her relationship and she, me and her both know this. It, it doesn't really work that well because someone's feeling jealous someone's feeling animosity um and that's the thing too th this guy neil strauss wrote the book um the truth which is you know his old book is the game but anyways uh in this book he goes through like polyamory uh non-monogamy in every fashion and he's a type of person that thinks in his head that he wants to be with multiple women at all times and what he realized is is that when you have other people that are involved in the relationship 
you're not even just dealing with the expectations of one person. You're now dealing with the expectations of multiple. Yeah. You thought it was a headache to deal with somebody in monogamy. Never mind trying to deal with two, mm -hmm. three other people in mm -hmm. a relationship. And that thing is when you have an open situation, where are the boundaries? How do you lay clear boundaries for that that truly do work? Like you probably could get some decent ones. And that's what I'm saying. Non-monogamy works for some people. Yeah. It's not impossible. Like I would never tell somebody that they can't do something that they want to do. But I do find that those people, I, it, it almost seems like those situations never fully last. Mm -hmm. uh, at least in, in my um, experience. And also again too, it's just, it becomes very common. And they've been, that's what I'm saying, the dating coach I work with, they've been married together for so long. And I know she's having a lot of issues with that. They don't see each other a lot sometimes. And it is weird, right? Like your person's just going on a date with somebody else. Like I just, that's the thing is like, I, even if you're somebody that is open to that idea, I feel like it just gets really messy yeah. Um, when somebody else gets involved, because now let's say somebody else gets involved and now they're giving more attention to them than to you. Then, yeah. what? you know, how are you really going to feel? How do you know that that person is not going to give that same amount of attention, um, you know, to you versus somebody else? Yeah. I feel like it's just too hard to have a relationship like that. Yeah. I don't, you know, I just stay neutral. I don't just because it's not my personal choice. I don't put right. that on them. I just, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not going to try to talk someone <laughs> like, out no, of I'm being, good. I'm not going to try to talk someone out of it. Right. You know, if that's what works for them, that works for them. You know, yeah, some, so teach their own. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to let people do yeah. what they want to do. But again, respect people's choices. In my experience, I, d I don't know if it's necessarily the best situation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is not knowing how to cook really a deal breaker for guys? I hear this very often, I guess it's for me. Um, I don't know. I don't. Oh, it's not a deal breaker, but it's definitely a very nice to have. Yeah. It's definitely not a deal breaker to the point because I do make my own food. So generally, like, I guess I don't need you to. But mm -hmm. like majority of the women I've dated besides one that I, I was in like a relationship with where she didn't really do a lot of cooking for me. Uh, but the others that did it, that's what I'm saying. It's a fucking bonus. Yeah. It's a fucking bonus. What's the, what's the girl equivalent? I mean, what, like, what does a guy do that's equivalent? Is that like changing your tire? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> a, like a handyman. Is that, like, is that the equivalent? Yeah. Like if I need you to change my tire or if I need you <laughs> to hang a mirror up or Shit. hang a picture up or, um, Fuck. I don't know if I complete that. I know I might. Yeah. I could do some handy shit. I've called AAA if it's your car though. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah like, I'm, not, I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> Lots of convos, dates made, but men usually flake when it comes down to it. Why? Oof. When it comes down to what? Just like actually going on the date. And this is very similar to the person earlier before. I mean. Oh, like before the date, they'll have a lot of con yep, conversations. Yep, but men usually flake when it comes down to it. Um. I feel like that just happens, especially if you're doing dating apps, right? And you're just like kind of talking to random people online. No one owes you shit. It's so yeah. fragile, the relationships. You know what I yeah. mean? Now, if it's somebody you met in person, I don't know. I mean, sometimes it can happen. I mean, anybody could really just flake. Um, I feel like it's more common on dating apps just definitely. because you haven't you haven't had that face to face connection. Right. Yeah. It's not it's not it's really not personal. I mean, you're really just talking through someone through a phone or texting them. Mm. I don't know. So, yeah, I mean. Does that happen to you? No. I don't talk to people on dating apps. I did it for a little bit when I first got out of. 
mm-hmm. a relationship. And I was like, te- I did. I was texting this guy for like a maybe like two weeks or something. God damn. Without meeting up? Yeah, without meeting up. And he said, you know, when can I take you out? And I was like, whenever you want to. Like, <laughs> <when are> you? <laughs> That's um, why this motherfucker's on a dating app because he doesn't know how to fucking create Yeah, and then it came down to the day, like we had a day in, in mind that we were going to go. Yeah. And then he never brought it up or mentioned anything. We were texting throughout the day, but he didn't bring up that we were going on it. And at that point it was a Friday. And so I said, Hey, are we still, I was very direct. I texted him. I said, Hey, are we still meeting up later today? Because if not, I'm going to make other plans. It was like very early. Go off. It was very early in the day because I'm not going to wait around for this. No. And I forgot. What did he say? It was so, it was really weird. It was something along the lines of, um, yeah, we can, I don't know what time I'm going to be done at the gym. It could be later. Like we can reschedule. And then he sent me this like grinning emoji and I don't, I didn't respond. <laughs> I just, <laughs> the not. last time you, that was the last message. I did not respond. And then he ended up texting me like a month later and said, um, you know, do you want to get dinner and drink sometimes? And I said, I'm not interested anymore. God savage. Yeah. Damn, let him know. I, no, I think I, I think I said something much nicer than that, but it was something along those no, lines. Yeah, it was just you, you know, I know. was interested before, but that time has passed or yeah. something like. Like it was a month later. You can't wait a month. Yeah, after that moment. First yeah. off, it, it, I understand maybe he felt so slighted that you were done, but again, he's he, that's that skittish fucking behavior that yeah. no woman wants. No, no woman wants you to be like maybe let me know like you've say what time and where and we'll we'll figure out if yeah. it's a no she's gonna tell you that time doesn't work for me that is I, I never understood that about guys it's like it's like they're afraid to get rejected or that time not to work I'm yeah like, just throw a fucking time out there and if she doesn't want to do it or she doesn't want that time yeah most women are gonna be like oh i can't then oh let's do saturday yeah I don't fucking know. All yeah. Right. Or just uh, they're not taking it that seriously. They're just, I don't know what they're doing, but. Right. Yeah. He says he's distanced himself, but is still in your corner, but won't put the effort into fixing the relationship. No, oh, he's just too comfortable. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. He's just too comfortable and. Yeah, he doesn't really care that much to, to obviously to fix it. I, I It's action over words. I mean, mm-hmm. you could say you're in your corner. But what the fuck does that mean if you're not yeah. actually supporting me? Yeah. That's like saying like I, I'm reliable, but then like not really showing up and be like, Meh. Yeah. And I think also for the person that's an- that asked this question, you, I think it's your responsibility to teach someone how you want to be treated. So if he's not showing up or stepping up in that way and you're just continuing to allow that, I mean, just continuing to kind of accept that, then he's just going to say, okay, then I can just keep doing this. Boundaries, bitch. Boundaries, yeah. Oh, you didn't have the bitch. (laughs) (laughs) That's the difference between the coach and therapist. (laughs) Uh, Is it wrong to keep entertaining a situationship if either of you aren't really that invested? No. No, No. that's the whole point. Yeah. You literally just said like the the most appropriate time for a situationship. Literally. It's like, okay, we both don't really like each other that much and we probably just want to bang. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably that or like companionship or I haven't found anyone else that really is 
better or right. is like a better option. Ouch. So Ouch. like we're just comfortable. <laughs> like we're just comfortable. So um love. Right. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. All right. Boyfriend doesn't want to get married, but uh boyfriend doesn't want to get married ever, but says I'm his person. Mm. Oh, you don't fuck with that. Well, is do they want to get married? I guess it depends. Is that is that something that they well, want? I guess if it's against his values. Okay. The, the only way I feel like you're allowed to get away with this as a man is if it really is just for some reason so against your values, but he's doing everything else to show you the effort and telling you and reassuring yeah. you that he wants to be with you. Mm-hmm. And he's putting in the effort to show you yeah. to do that. Because if he's doing that, then. So here's my thing. I think if, if, he, if she, so I'm assuming this is a female. Yep. So if she really wants to get married and that's something that's really important to her, but he's just like, I don't really care if we do get married, then it's like, if it's not that big of a deal to you, then give that person what they want because that's important to them. Right. You know? Hmm. Oh, it's really, that's a good point. But if it truly is something that you deeply value, then yeah. I mean, if you guys are at a standstill, I mean, that happens all the time, right? You have a really great relationship and let's say one party wants to have kids and the others really doesn't. It just depends on how serious that value is to each one of those people. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah. Differences in values, you know, make people go their separate ways all the time. Sometimes right. that's, you know, that's learned early on. Sometimes that's not, doesn't come, you know, come until later. But right. yeah. Thoughts on a woman asking for a guy's number. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I do it all the time. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you be doing that. That's your move. <laughs> I don't usually ask for numbers. I think I go for Instagrams more. Yeah. It's um Damn, you're savage. But I don't do it often. But I if I really, really if the guy really is making a good impression on me, um, then I will. But no, I've made the first move before. Do you feel like how how often uh percentage wise do you make the first move versus the guys make first move on you? That you've actually liked or gone on a date with. Um, I would say, I think I've always, I think guys have always made the first move on me aside from I made the first move with on my ex. Ooh. I made the first move. Yeah. Oh shit. But then it turned into, you know, a long relationship. Turned into a four year relationship. Yeah. Which again, I'm very grateful for. And I, (laughs) I, you know, and I. You know, we love was, him. Yeah, we do. I, li- I love him too. Yeah. He's a great guy. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny actually saying this. Um, my first ex, I made the first move. I I got her Twitter and I messaged her on Twitter. Twitter. Uh, interesting. In, in, in the study hall. Yep. I picked her up. I said, what's your Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would say the last, my last three like little situationship thingies. Technically, they had reached out to me first mm-hmm. on Instagram, actually. Mm-hmm. So I think um, as a woman, you got to realize, bro. I mean, this is what I tell all the time. It's like we've got one life. Like we're all going to die. We're all like little ants and creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, who gives a flying fuck uh, yeah. who approaches who first? It's I, not that serious. I, no, it's, re- it's, not it's, that really, serious. it's really not. Yeah. It's really not. Like, and there's ways to do it, like you said. So you at the bar is like a perfect example of the way that you could do it as a girl, which is I'm going to go just make it so fucking clearly obvious that I want to talk to you by standing absolutely as close as possible to you or making 
disgusting amount of eye contact. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you could do it in a way where like he still is making the first move, but you're essentially handing it out to him saying, please right here. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're afraid to do it, I guess. Yeah. No, I, I am totally supportive of women making the first move. I don't think it all has to come down to men. It's always, it's obviously nice when they do. Yes. But yeah, if you really think a guy is attractive or you just really want to talk to him or get to know him, if he just stands out to you, then just go do it. Just fucking send it. Yeah. All right. Um, Question for you. Um, why do guys still like your story when they're obviously not that interested? I can answer this question. Um, I don't know. It's like a little like horny thought. It's like, oh, you look cute. Boop. Like moving on. It's not like I really care that much. So I guess there's your answer, right? I don't know. It's really not that serious. So again, why are we, why are we, why are we looking into the Instagram? Like I understand because yeah. like, you know, Hey, it looks like somewhat interest, but it is, it is such minor interest that you cannot take that as this guy wants to be with me. Yeah. How are we going or from that Or someone that, that views your story or something right. like that. Yeah. We, we can't do that. Now, I understand it's like attention, but look at it like attention rather than like this person really likes me. It's just, you know oh. what gives me the ick? Oh, go off. <laughs> is a guy that like likes like five of your Instagram pictures in a row and literally just does it to get your attention, but then will never follow through with anything else. Like they'll just no do message. that. No message, no nothing. They'll just do that. Fucking ick. No, it, it that is. That just gives me the ick. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of like the... It's like, it's just like a pathetic attempt to like get my attention, but then you're actually not going to take the extra step to like message or start a conversation. It's like, okay, are you doing this because you're expecting me to... Right. Like, oh, I'm going to message this person now. I don't know. I just, I don't understand it. Do you no, do no, that? No, that's, have you done no, that before? No, 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 yeah. no, no, <laughs> no. have I liked, I, I mean, honestly, it's kind of one of those like, yeah, sometimes I like chuck a couple likes in there and just like, you know, just let you know that like I'm looking at you, but like I'm too lazy to message. So like I'll have those moments, but for the most part, it's what, exactly what you're talking about, which is, you know, it's just like the guy with the two week thing that's like not taking the lead. It's, it's that energy. It's fucking thanks for the invite and en energy. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. please, you make the move energy where it's like that to me is a woman or, or, or more feminine type move. Right. Mm -hmm. Again, we just talked about it. getting him to just notice you and then letting him make the move. That's kind of more femme energy. So I feel yeah. like that's why it's like unattractive. Yeah, for sure. Um, how do you ask what are we without using those words or how to define a relationship? I think you have to express to somebody what you value and what you want. Mm -hmm. You don't need to tell somebody what are we. You say, I'm looking for somebody, something that is serious. Is this something that is in alignment yeah. with you? Right? Like, I need to understand... Uh, if that's something that we are, are we working towards? You have to be upfront at some point if, if you're feeling that way. I think way. from the beginning too, I think it's, I, I think it should be normalized. Like talk about like what your expectations are, what you're yeah. looking. And then you can kind of see, okay, are we on the same page? You know, are, you know, am I trying to find my wife or husband or whatever? And is this person just wanting to like, be single and yeah. casually date. Like obviously they're on very different pages. Of course. So that's, like, but that's, but yeah, I feel like that should maybe be talked about at the beginning. So sort of. I, I don't, I, I'm a big believer in connection building first Yeah. and then finding where that person fits into your life. Because yeah. I think you could set an expectation from the beginning like this. I'm open to the right kid. Like I'm, oh, well, mm, 
I'm looking for a more serious connection or I'm open to a serious connection, but uh, I'm comfortable being on my own and I'm going to make sure that the person that I date is somebody that I truly enjoy and that is in alignment with me. So that way it doesn't eliminate, uh, you know, well, it shows them that you're looking for something serious, but also at the same time, doesn't make that person feel like it has to be them. It's almost like you want to leave the door open to say, I'm evaluating this situation, not you are going to be it. And if you're not it, that's going to frustrate me and get me mad. Cause the other thing too is you're in attraction building. I think there's also an element of mystery. There's also an element of where is this going? How is this going to play out? If you just come in guns blazing, just like I need a relationship right now, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. I just think that you could be putting out a fire that you haven't let ignite or build up over time. If I meet you and, and this is how I would like to meet somebody is we just hang out. We just hang out and we just keep hanging out and we just realize, whoa, this connection is actually just like yeah. super dope. Now, does there come a time where you're going to have to have conversations yeah. around boundaries? Because here's the problem is conflict starts to arise, yeah. right? Maybe you go out and do something and that really bothers me. I got to be able to express that to you openly and I got to say something and maybe that turns into a conversation that then eventually turns into boundaries. Yeah, I agree. And I think at the end of the day, like no one wants to waste their time either. Right which is why I think they're, I don't know, kind of trying to find balance and when to have those conversations, yeah. whether you want to have them later on or too early on. But yeah, no one wants to waste their time with someone that maybe who's not meant to be their person, yeah. you know, either. I don't know. So, so here's my only thing with that. And I feel like, and, and, I, and I'm all about, you, you want to date one person, by all means, fine. It is what it is. But when you are in the initial dating stage, mm -hmm. you need to understand that that is open until you guys are creating and forming those boundaries. And you honestly, I, serious advice behind this is you need to keep yourself open to all types of connections so that you don't quote unquote feel like you're wasting your time. Because when you put so much pressure on a single connection, I feel like you could smother that connection because you're trying to form this so fast. Yeah. And here's the thing. If you're so against, um, you know, sleeping with multiple people, stop fucking sleeping with people I, then. I agree with that. And it's actually really recommended. So like going kind of, I know we haven't talked about attachment styles in yeah. this, in this episode, but it's really, really recommended if you have an anxious attachment style and you're dating to not just put all your eggs in one basket at right. once to actually date multiple people. Right. And that's, that's right. I mean, and because it takes the pressure off, like what you just said, it takes the pressure off of that one person or that if maybe that fizzles out or that relationship doesn't work out for some reason, you have you know, other connections that you're forming as well. So, so you don't, that doesn't have to feel so like earth shattering, right. Which can be for someone who has more of an anxious attachment yeah. style and they're just isolating this one connection or this one person, so, yeah, I totally agree with what yeah. you just said, just kind of keeping your options open until you both have solidified or want to maybe make things more exclusive and have those boundaries set. Right. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's just like, you know, even if it is just one person you're talking to, which is fine, right? Because there's a lot of people that don't 
like have the capacity or the desire to talk to multiple, but that just because that is how you feel, that doesn't mean that you are now able to, you have to speed up the other person, right? The other person doesn't have to be on your timeline because that's just how you are. If, if that's how you are, just be how you are, right? Just allow the situation to kind of build up and form naturally. Now, if you're two, three months into a relationship and you really still don't know really where you're standing, to me, that's that that doesn't really make sense to me. Mm-hmm. After a couple months, you probably should at least have an idea of whether or not you guys want to exclusively start looking at whether or not this is going somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least having the conversation about, all right, like, what the fuck is going on, you know, here at some point. Again, expressing things from a place of this is what I value, mm-hmm. not what do you want? Because to me, that's people pleasing. A lot of the times it's like, we know we want a relationship. Express that, that you want it. Don't turn around and say, Hey, what do you want? Oh, cause then they're going to tell you like, Oh, I don't know or whatever. And then you, because now you are afraid to say your position. Now you mm-hmm. end up people pleasing and staying in yeah. something because you don't want to rock the boat. But yeah, honestly, a, a truly confident, self-confident, assertive person, y- you will be able to like, that's what I'm saying for me. Pfft, if I want to fucking date you, I'm gonna tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't want to date me? Okay, that's on you. Then you're getting you're getting deuced. You know what yeah. I mean? But if you have that self confidence, that's what it really comes down to. But again, you have to have that love confidence that you could find somebody that can actually do that for you. Because if you don't, then you're gonna be sitting there stuck, thinking to yourself, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta wait, or I gotta play this game, or maybe I can't say anything right now because I'm gonna scare them off." If they're the right person for you. And you're a couple months into the relationship, you, you're not scaring them off. Or it shouldn't scare them off because if it is, then they really don't like you like that. Yeah. You they're know? not the person for you. Right. Yeah. They're, they're not they're not even really your person. And I feel like even when you're starting to date someone and you're going on first dates even, it you should be going into it thinking more of, you know, am I going to, you know, is this person going to, how is this person going to fit into my life, right? right? Not so much how can I impress this person, right? Or Correct. how can I make them like me? Or how can I make myself seem this X, Y, and Z, you know? And the reason I'm getting so hyped is someone messaged and said, how to make a man get attached to a girl? And I read that question and I'm, what you're saying right here, right now directly is that to me, to me, this is, that is the worst way to date. Mm-hmm. This to me, this question, this thought that you're having is to me, just the most ludicrous thing that could happen in dating because that is just inauthentic. It's not about getting somebody to like you. And that is a huge transformation people need to make. Mm -hmm. It's about me showing up as my authentic version of myself and seeing if you align with me in the things that I truly value and appreciate. Because you do not want to end up with somebody either way, you doing something or sacrificing yourself for them or them doing it for you because sooner or later, whether you like it or not, if you guys are not truly in alignment about who you are and what you are looking for, it is only a matter of time before anxiety, bullshit, toxicity yeah. is going to happen in that relationship. Yeah, I agree. Just, so why even try again? It's it's a get erase the idea of trying to find a specific person and start thinking to yourself. It's not about the actual. It's not James. It's not Jeff. It's not fucking this guy. It's who fits in with me when I'm being my perfectly authentic self. Mm-hmm. 
All right, you want to go to the voice questions? Sure. Hey, Chris. So the question I have for you is why do guys plan dates or agree to go on a first date or even just a first meetup? Um, Last week, and I invited a guy to get a drink with me. I said I was going to be with some other friends, but I wanted to meet him. Um, He ended up ghosting me right as the time that we were supposed to meet up and the next morning said he fell asleep even though we planned this the day before um and he said he would go so i just uh, i don't understand why guys bail last minute um even on something is not even as co- committed as a date just to meet up for a drink so please let me know thanks we've had this a lot today mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um i feel like that's what i'm saying it's just Online dating and dating in general, like when you don't know somebody, they, no offense, they don't owe you shit. I and and I understand that a lot of it, it's not right what these people are doing, right? But in essence, because you don't actually know them yet, a lot of people will take you for granted. And if they're not that excited about it, that's what they're going to do. And if they're not that excited, yeah. then it is what it is. But here's my thing too, I. You know how many girls that I've asked to go on a date with that when the date comes, they get cold feet and they don't show up? Oh, I want to say, I think it was like, I I think I said this. Every single girl that I asked on a date, I think it was last year, every single one, it was 10 plus canceled on the first date. Mm. Every single one. And a lot of that is girls would usually have nerves. Mm. So like, you know, like, you know, like girls are, I mean, it could be something as small as, I feeling a little bloated and I don't know this guy. I've never met him in my life. Yeah. How many times have you probably canceled a date on a dude where you're like, I just don't feel like going today. It, it's just one of those mm-hmm. things where I feel like you have to just accept that part of the dating process and don't get too frustrated about it. Just let it go. Now, if it's super last fucking minute and they leave you hanging, I'm not fucking with that. But if they mm-hmm. communicate to me that they're not going to show up, that's fine. Yeah. I, seriously. It's, I'm not going to hold that shit against you. Now, if you do it, I had one girl do it three times in a row. And she said, the last time she said, I really want to hang out with you, please. That was it. You, yeah, that's yeah, too, many not, times. too many times. Too many times. You're lucky you get two. N- never mind fucking three chances. If you cancel on me and it's mm-hmm. the day of, that's what I'm saying. You get one or two or three of those and it's, that's it. Yeah. I know you're not taking it seriously. I agree. Rejection is redirection. Go off. So, Yeah. I think if you just kind of look at rejection in that way, it kind of makes it hurt or sting a little bit less. But yeah, if someone rejects you, they are just not meant to be in your life and the universe is just kind of redirecting you and onto a better path for you. And the path is just not with that person who is, yeah, because otherwise they would not be doing that. But it is what it is. And if you've never actually met me though, you don't even know me. So it's not even like, that's what I don't understand about taking it personally. Mm-hmm. You're taking it personally from somebody that literally has never met you in their fucking life. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Um, now, you know, where can they find you, um, you know, if they want to hypothetically get some uh, therapy? So my Instagram is Brave Heart Therapy, just on Instagram. Um, I also have a website. It's BraveheartTherapyAZ.com. Um, but yeah, those are, I yeah, there's, those are two places you can find me. I appreciate you for coming. I appreciate for your, yeah, you know, you for sharing your me. insight and yes, just being so honest. Um, this was fun. Yeah, no, it was really great. All right. Well, we'll fucking see you next week.